Crystal Jordan, be honest in myself, Kevin Davis. We are Music Love Life. And welcome to Wakanda. <laughs> yes. How is everyone? I'm not doing that. I am. Of course you will do it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You that. will salute your king. <laughs> Happy Black Panther Week. Hey. <laughs> this is the blackest I've ever seen social media. Social media is Period. off the chain. Do we need right to tell now. people there's a spoiler alert? Ahead of time, well, are we going to get into the details, or how how do y'all want to approach this? I want to go I, ahead and unpack some stuff. I do think we should say spoiler alert, spoiler yeah. alert, spoiler. Yeah. So if you have yeah, not seen definitely. Black Panther, come back this in a week. Is not for you, <laughs> but we welcome you to come back and share your thoughts after you've been to Wakanda. You can't actually go there; it's not a place. You see the, the Instagram meme of the guy was like trying to book a flight to Wakanda. <laughs> nope, uh-uh. <laughs> it's hilarious. He's like, yes, I'm trying to book a one-way ticket from Atlanta to Wakanda. Well, you do know that a great portion of the film was filmed right here in Atlanta. So Yeah, but it doesn't it look like it, though. You know, if you go into Wakanda, <laughs> you're coming down 75 <laughs> or 85. And that does, this probably is the blackest place there is. So Hands down. It makes sense. First of all, did, did everyone love the movie? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it I enjoyed a, it. It was a good movie. I thought, yeah, I thought it was really great. I think that visually, mm-hmm. I can only think of one other movie that even came close. What would that visually. be? Um, what was the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, yeah. The Revenant. The, movie, the, the Revenant, yeah. Is that it? Is that yeah, the name the of it? Revenant. Mm-hmm. That movie was beautiful. Yeah. This one was, if not equal, better. It so was total different types of Right, beauty, but though. still, though, as far as the way they, they use CGI and real right. to make the, 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 the lush landscapes and the, yeah. the way things look, okay. I, I thought that visually, though, you know, like, because in, in The Revenant, you remember, like, there was a scene where the bear attacked him. That looked yeah. pretty real. It looked really real. There was a scene where he was, like, I guess hurt some kind of way, and he, he was breathing, and the, his breath and the blood got on the camera a little bit. Like, yeah. you've never seen that in yeah. cinema. Yeah. So I think that, like, visually, they were those these movies were both, like, very full, very dense and full of, like, a lot of creative ideas. So. Okay. I but, did think, I, <clears throat> and I love the film, but I did think a couple of times, like, it just was like over the, there was like over the top CGI. Like, Did you see it in 3D? I did. Okay. I saw it twice so far. <laughs> I didn't see it in 3D. <laughs> okay. How much that was, was the that? Way to, no, that was the way to see it. <laughs> what? In 3D, yeah. yeah so you can really pretend like you were really in a place? You felt yeah, like you were stuff. there. Yeah, you Virtual felt like you were reality. there. reality, it was coming at you. I'm like, you know, when I was seven, that might have got me. No, it just, no, I mean, it's a it was different dope. experience, yeah. Nah. But the scene where he's like in the car, which was a dope, first of all, shout out to Lexus. Great Tesla, collaboration. Tesla, oh I feel God. like Tesla should have been that as far right. as like high tech cars. Yeah. That should have been a Tesla thing. I didn't think about that. I ain't mad at Lexus though. I love Lexus. Lexus, but yeah, Tesla I, probably dropped the ball on that. A they should have A few people dropped the ball, call. but I mean, the scene where he's in the, in the car and then the, the claws come out and. I was like, oh, wow, we're really cool. Yeah, it was dope. I think that as far as um, the movie overall, though, because right. visually I think it's probably one of the best. Yeah. Movie overall, though, I'd say it's top five superhero movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It has to be. And I'm not big, a real big superhero movie person. Me either. Comic books either. Yeah, like I don't know the history. But so when I can go see a movie and understand what's happening without knowing the 
comic book history, I think that makes it a great movie. And you didn't need to know any of the prior right. history in order to really enjoy and, and really understand the plot and, you know, the, the, be able to relate to the characters. So yeah. that I, out the way. I actually, I used to watch the, because they had a Black Panther cartoon that used mm-hmm. to air on BET. Right, and of, you've been putting those clips out, which is really yeah, cool. To yeah, like, so yeah, so some of those uh, episode or the clips or whatever are on our social media. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the so Black I would Panther. follow the cartoon <laughs> and years ago, and so that had me hyped. Like I had right. been waiting on this movie, and oh, yeah, it didn't no. let me down. There are some few a few things that I wish that were in the cartoon that mm-hmm. I wish were in the movie, but I'm not disappointed at all. It was a really good film. It did. I mean. You know, the elephant in the room is there are obvious correlations between the issues going on with black America and the film all throughout. Like so much symbolism, which I thought was really cool for them to be able to take a superhero movie and actually go back and show a different perspective. Like when they mentioned, okay, this happened, but Wakanda was kind of like the African country that didn't get touched by slavery. So you saw the little clips of this is what was happening in the outside world, and this is why we didn't have that situation here. So I, I thought that was very clever. Um, and I just thought it, it, I thought Ryan Coogler, and I can't remember the, the other gentleman's name that co-wrote the film with him, did a great job of, of tackling and, and getting a message across without being preachy at all. It definitely fit you know, the film, you saw what happens when when a group of people, or in this case, one person is disconnected from their history, disconnected from their past. That feeling of, of being disconnected is, is, it has lasting, you know, uh, effects. And we saw that with um, Michael B. Jordan's character, who did a great job, in my opinion. I've never, you know, he usually plays a hero. He was, he, he played a great villain. He's probably, Killmonger is probably my favorite new villain. You didn't like him? No, not personal. It's personal. My wife is really attracted to him. And he came out of his shirt looking like a ribbed condom. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, nah, I'm not feeling this dude no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there looking at my wife like this in the movie theater like, really? It's funny because I, I, I did not, I promise I did not make an, an uh, audible sound when he took his shirt off. And my boyfriend was just like... <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even say anything. Like, that's not even my fault. Like, right. <laughs> I, you just assume that I, you know, exhaled because right. it was such an amazing, magnificent display. But that's not my you know fault. Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, woman. <laughs> I mean, I'm right. just saying anybody right. would any any red blooded female. Red-blooded I mean, female. Jesus, American. Yeah, yeah. anybody not gotcha. American, red blooded female doesn't have to be American. Gotcha. gotcha. Anything. You know. Yeah. So it's personal. He did all right. That nigga did all right. <laughs> The beautiful thing about this, you had a lot get of... mad at the basis one in the film. <laughs> you should have Michael been... B. Jordan was the basis one he in was. the film. You should have been rooting him on. Right. It was some light-skinned bald-headed chicks. He was your chicks. guy. You should have been Boomerang Kill Killmonger. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Some light-skinned bald-headed chicks. Honestly, though, his character was the only one to me that was real. The rest of them were full of shit. What? Yeah, he, was the, he was the good guy to me. Said he died. <laughs> I can't I, be mad at you for that though right now. Explain that. How is everybody that, else full of shit? He's the one who was like, fuck all this system shit. Right. I've I've been on the side of I've been on the side of the system that nobody wants to see. Right. Yeah, I'm coming back over here and y'all got this this fantasy land bullshit. He's like, nah, we burning all this this all he remember he made him burn <laughs> he all burned, the Because he, he like, didn't want another king to come. There's nobody he, else he, coming out keeping control of this shit. 
He realizes that it's, that it's not real. The rest of the world is a different way than this one little small place. And once it got corrupted, it was never going back. So they need to keep that shit a secret. I I agree. I I didn't want them. To, I want them to keep it a secret. I didn't want uh, King T'Challa to share with the outside world. And he won the throne by right. Like he won it. It was his. They, they, okay. All the usurpers and stuff. Like they're come on. You not loyal to your king. Okay. Michael B. Jordan. Or, well, well, that was part of the the Civil War. That was nah, part of no the coup. Civil War no within Wakanda, coup. right? <laughs> and then and then matter of fact, you you know you a bad motherfucker when you die and then go snap on the ancestors. <laughs> Did he snap on, on it. You were wrong. He snapped on the ancestors. That was T'Challa, though. That wasn't Michael B. Jordan. No, that's what he said. Yes. Oh, okay. He said he died. I, thought, I thought we were still talking about right. Michael B. Uh, Killmonger. He did. He had to. But my thing was, okay, they had to take away, and Kevin, you can explain this to me because I don't understand. Black Panther, was he a strong man? Because he almost lost both of his duels. And I was a little, he he lost (laughs) one of them. The other one he damn near lost. I think it was just like by chance that, that Umbaku wasn't able to beat him up. I wanted him to keep the strength of the Panther. I was afraid every time because he's very small compared to the challengers. And I, I'm just a little concerned about, are we going to have to go through this every time someone challenges every, him? I every mean, year. Like, every time someone, because well, he's a very small man. Well, you know what? I, I will say in those particular, in, in those two duels, mm-hmm. he had to have the, the the strength of the Black Panther. Remember they gave him that elixir? They took it away saw, from him. Oh, yeah, it like, took yeah. it. So I don't want him to strip it the next those, time. Like super soldier powers away from it, or the powers of the herb. That was enough. That was actually a gem that I, I thought was. Let's get. Wait a minute. Answer my question too. though, Kevin. In the in the comedy, what? What? is he strong or what is his thing? Like, is it just a regular feeble man? That yes, he's a regular. So it's that uh, vibra- vibra- What is the name of it? Vibranium. 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 That is what makes him strong. Until so, he... why come Mbaku and and the other guy are just naturally strong? Maybe They're we not. need to get he, another. He took the elixir to make him regular strength again, right. To fight them because the strongest man has to be the person who gets the vibranium. Well, I understand that, but I'm just saying. Well, chances are his next challenger is going to be no, bigger than him. I agree. Him, he, he and really we're going to have to go through this again. He's not supposed to be there right now, right? <laughs> As we speak right now, um, Actually, Michael B. He, Jordan. Yeah, the reason he was there was because his father was killed. He was thrust into that. So really, he really his isn't father. supposed to be king. Nope. Two reasons why. That's two reasons. <laughs> two good reasons why. You know what? You're right because he went back and fought Michael B. Jordan, but he had the strength of the Black Panther that time. Right. So really, he's not really Michael B. Jordan is still king. Supposed to be. We have just worked out the sequel. <laughs> no, he's dead. He no, no, but he. If somebody has another one of those blooms. Nah, Kill, Killmonger is, is gone now. No, yeah, he remember he said I'd rather be this than be a slave. Yeah, Michael's no, gone. but they're telling you, Black Panther was dead, and Baku's fisherman and pulled him ass, up. That was a hard ass line too. Let me let me go. On, yeah, drop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, just bury me in the ocean. That sounds good. No, niggas, no. niggas are not dying over being slaves. Obviously. I, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. I mean, I don't think they knew exactly what was going to happen, but, Man. You, but it's, it sounds good. It sounds very, it's a romantic They had a thing. chance every day to be dead. No, they didn't. They couldn't jump off. They was chained by their necks. No, no. Once they got where they was going, they had a chance every day to be dead. <laughs> They chose to keep on a living. They keep on a living. Because bondage (laughs) is worse. Because they rather have those couple of giggles at night when they're not working. They rather have that than be dead. (laughs) I mean, I can't even front. 
You're okay right now. It's well, it's shit not even changes. that. Okay, stop. Well, you're picking cotton no. today. But you know what? It wasn't Who's even that. Who's not picking cotton at this it, table? It Raise your hand. <laughs> I, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was lie. the idea that you were working towards believing that one day you were going to be able to be free. There was hope. When? In what year? 1860 what? <laughs> 1850 who? Oh, God. <laughs> Look, Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad, everybody was was working towards getting us out of that situation. So I think, I believe those people really went to sleep believing that there was, a change was going to come. I don't Not think Nat they Turner. just... Nat Turner said, you know what? Hey, y'all, let's run, gather but that's after he was, gather but that's around. after he was being a pawn, used as a pawn for the white slave master. It took him a while mm-hmm. to come to his uh, to his awakening. I mean, in, let's in, don't in, act like he was woke from the beginning. In, in, in terms of, uh, I don't know if I even want to explain it, but in terms of, of it being in captivity, there is, right. a sen- there is a sense of normalcy, right? You yeah. know, you got to do what you got to do. We all, we, yeah. even today, we all know that we got to do some things that we don't want to do. Right, in order to make it through, or 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 to get further along, right? We right. gonna get through this. I'm just gone in here, and we gonna. But I think everybody has in. that though. That's not. That's not. That's not just African Americans. Oh my God, hey, you're not racist. <laughs> I could have sworn you were racist. <laughs> I just had to catch it up to my modern day, but you know that's. I just have the old man accent <laughs> I told ever since ever since I've been to Wakanda, I speak with a different accent now. Oh I noticed I that you wrote an article with the haste. I did. I did. I had to right after I saw the premiere. That so I think that the movie had a lot of lessons for Black America. I do think that Killmonger was a painful reflection. That article is coming out tomorrow on RollingOut.com. But I think that it was it was um it was a really clever way of showing some of the inter intercommunity issues that we have. So you have some people who believe that, you know, I don't care about the rest of the people. I'm just going to, you know, get money for myself and my family. And if I have to sell drugs to do that, and if I have to gangbang to do that, I don't care. And then you have some other people who, who feel like... Who was the person? No, not in the movie. I'm oh, just saying, oh, okay. I'm saying Killmonger's attitude is a, is, is a reflection of what's going on to me in the black community and what has gone on. And all of that is a, re, is a reflection of what happens when you have a group of people who are disconnected from their heritage. And- can we stop right there though before we move to the next point? Mm-hmm. Like, soon as you get get down with your point on number one before we okay. move to number two. Right? No, no, no. I, I well, I think that's the overall point. Okay. That's my collective point. Is that all the problems that we have? One of the things, the biggest, the biggest message in the movie to me was that there was a way for T'Challa to. He was connected to where he came from. You know what I mean? He, his his father. There was traditions passed down. Not all of the not all of them were right, but they had a sense of who they were. They were on a firm foundation because they knew where they came from. And this is the way we do things, and this is who we are. Where Killmonger had no clue where he came. You know, he he knew what his father had gone through, but he had never been there. And so he adopted the the principles the of the American way. The oh, well to the American way, and he and and he did all that under an ignorance of this is how to do things to get ahead. But he was totally lost. And there's a scene where he goes back after he becomes king and talks to his father and you see him as that lost little boy. And to me, that just looked like black America. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and and 
they they actually made a point to say that he, that Killmonger had been trained by mm-hmm. the American troops and he right. had he had learned the American way. Right. He learned the the murder, 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 right. kill, 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 uh, eat what you kill, go mm-hmm. for yours. That mm-hmm. that type of mentality, and so he embodied that. Right. But he still had a he, he still I, he still had a heart. For what others were going through in in the slums and not being able to, he was angry. Though. He was the only one. T'Challa was a dickhead. You how like, you say how you figure that? I promise you. How was he a dickhead? I'm gonna tell though? you how. He's okay. a fucking he's a fucking trillionaire. He has no care for any of the regular people. Name one regular person you saw in this movie. Well, he had a care for his people. No, his, he didn't. His responsibility when? as king was to take care of his. Show me people, one which, happy regular folk. All we saw was kings and generals and goddesses and motherfucking soothsayers. Well, that's and because that was the movie. But he, but he kept saying there that is I'm, no community. I'm responsible there is no for community Wakanda. where a trillionaire it was an entire is a, country. Is, I know, but there is no community country whatever where there's a, there's a trillionaire. There's the one percent. <laughs> we I need to see the motherfuckers in the ghetto because there's there's a ghetto in Zamunda. I mean Wakanda. Co- Wakanda. There's, there's no ghetto. There's Wakanda. definitely they a have ghetto. Technology. No, no, no. There <laughs> definitely <laughs> is a ghetto the, in Wakanda. The ghetto is the because they were saying that. Wakanda Wakanda is a third world country, which I don't, I didn't even. No, that's what the Americans were saying. I don't know what the saying. term third what, world that, even really. That's what the Americans were saying. to be, but that's a different conversation. Cool way there of two, saying There were two people. Right. There were only two real people in the whole movie. Okay. Nakia and uh, Kill, Killmonger. That's it. The rest of them were on their high horses, living the trillionaire life mm-hmm. or living by the trillionaire, the man sitting next to the man. I promise you, there were only two real people. The rest of these people were dickheads. Well, they were rich, what, That was part brats. of what uh, T'Challa's epiphany was, is that yeah. that's why he went and snapped on the ancestors. Y'all were wrong. Know about snapping. You shouldn't have left but... him behind. Right, yeah. shouldn't have left him behind because you created this. He only had to get and, his ass kicked to, of, to understand that. Well, that's part well, of what know. Black Americans and Native Africans have to deal with is the fact that, yeah. like, I've been told that Africans don't like us. Mm-hmm. I've been told that before. But I don't know that too. that's true. But that's of what I've been told. There, there, I do think that there's, 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 um, there are bad relations between Africans and African Americans, but a lot of that is because African Americans have been taught to reject their history, and so in the name we're rejecting it in the name, African American, continent American, America's a country, Africa's a continent, a continent American. That's that doesn't true. make any sense. Well, and you know what? To be honest with you, if you if you were if you're black and you're born in America, you probably shouldn't be calling yourself African American. I don't. But what are you? Because if you're, <laughs> if you came from Asia and you live here now, you're an Asian American, right? But if you came from Africa and you live here now, you're an African American, right? We should be <laughs> Black American at best, That's but it. American, yeah, American, right? That's what I am, right? But what we actually were, were we were kidnapped. We were. Yeah. Kidnapped. I, wasn't, I wasn't kidnapped. You were kidnapped. <laughs> Someone, somebody in your bloodline was kidnapped. Who do you, are you sure? Brought here. You're positive. Are you half black? No, but you think everybody. That's black all I need is to kidnapped? know. Are you? Are, does someone who looked mm. like me is? Are they in your bloodline somewhere? Yeah, but I'm you not got sure. a grandpa, some grandma my dad, somewhere. My dad is darker than you, but I'm not sure that, okay. that he was kidnapped. If you go over here, he was kidnapped. Really? That's that seems a little short sighted. Short sided a little bit. Do you really think? Do you think Africans? Do you think Africans were real? Were willingly walking onto the boat? Well, we know that's not true. No, but that's not how every black person got to America. That's true. But but 
We're, I mean, there are always going to be outliers. Black, black folks walk everywhere. This is true. That's how the world was this populated. This is true. There were, there, were, there were black people here before Columbus. True. Absolutely. But Asia. Yeah. Europe. India. You know what I'm saying? Like, so everybody right. black here was not a slave or from descendants of slaves. I would, a large I would, majority of us are. I'd be willing to bet that the majority are. Right. But that doesn't mean that all of us are. And I think that you were right when you said Americans. I mean, at some point, we have to create lineage. We keep talking about we don't, we're, we're trapped, we're cut off. We're, well, when do we stop and say, okay, well, now, today is the day that but we how start. Do we, but the problem with that is America doesn't have, America's history is one, like we said, of, of okay, we're going to take this from them, take that from them. There really is no culture. That's there, everyone's culture. Everyone took something from someone. That's how you, you have to, in order to grow, you have to move. In order to, no, to move. No, but you, I'm talking about as far as, as in in Africa and, and, and other cultures. And I don't know a lot of information about it, but what I do know is there are religious, I mean, there, there, there's history. There's, there's a rich culture of, of this is where we came from. These are our traditions. And right. th- we don't, and that's not here in America, period. You gotta start though. It started there something. But how so we don't have, we, in, in, in black America, we, it's the first time in the world that we made our own culture. When we were cut off from our native traditions and we started with blues and hip hop and, and that type of shit. That's not true, Kevin. That's That's every, that every was culture us started making our when, culture. Every culture was made at some point. If you if you believe in the deluge or whatever, Noah's Ark story, the the world was depopulated and it had to begin again. Right. That 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 kind of thing happens in certain pockets where the But the, nowhere else in the world were you actually penalized if you practiced your native beliefs. I don't know if that's if true. You spoke your native tongue. Oh, are you kidding? Come on, nowhere man. The Arab else countries the are very brutal when it comes to other people's beliefs. No other no other slavery was as brutal as American the slavery. The Muslim the Ottoman Empire, like the I Muslim don't know. I don't the, know. The, they conquered No, no other one. Kevin, that's just not true, man. Fact, that's, that's just not factual. Bring your receipts. Well, I, I, I don't want to trivialize the discussion because I think there's truth on both sides. I definitely don't think that it was the most brutal. I think that's what we that's what we know about, and that's what we can, we're concerned about because it affects right. us. It's personal, but yeah, it's personal. But I don't yeah. I don't believe that because there's other countries where there's some really messed up sh- like women ridiculous. still right now today, right. not even yeah. four hundred years ago. It's I'm about right absolutely now, absolutely out of control, and there's not the there's not the moral compass that we kind of have, like, oh, this is too far. No, it's not anything really too far, you know, which I guess with slavery it wasn't. But but the point I is— I want to get to your, your, the four points you had because I thought right. they were pretty good. So, okay, so so there's the point of the disconnection. But there was there, the first point that I actually made in the article was that uh, the king, when T'Challa went back to greet his father, he said, do not kneel, you know, raise your head, you're a king. And I thought that— I, th- I think a lot of times we bring with us, I have a friend of mine that, that has a son who I think is, his son is eight now. He said, I never let my son watch slavery movies. I never let him watch pictures of people that look like him in chains because I always want him to remember that he is a king and I don't want him to feel the shame that, that is connected with that. And I can remember being in, in school in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where there was a really big race riot that happened, the 1921 race riots in Tulsa, mm-hmm. and feeling ashamed when I watched that. And I think that a lot of times Black America takes that, we take that idea with us that we're still, oh, they don't, you know, the white man's going to treat us this way. And you bring that before it's even done to you because there's a history of shame and humiliation. And you see police 
you know, putting do- putting water and dogs on people that look like you. And it's something that makes you think of yourself in that way. And I think that's very, very detrimental to the psyche of, I remember being a small kid and thinking, oh my God, is that what they did to us? Yeah. So I think the idea to, I, I don't know about him, you know, he got a lot of flack for saying I never allow my son to watch that, but I understand why. And I think that was a good point in the movie that you have to always stand upright. And it's kind of hard to teach a child to always remember you're a king when you see constantly not just dogs being led on people in the 60s, but now police killing people in plain daylight. So how do we still remember that there's a royal blood within you? You know what I mean? If you're constantly reliving those images over and over and over again. You know what I mean? I really wanted to debate this topic. I was hoping this wasn't first. I see the danger in that Mm -hmm. statement. I feel like that is very dangerous because the, the same way that today's young people are not really associating themselves with the struggle mm-hmm. is the reason why they're kind of living in this Wakanda type life where there is everybody's everybody's a king, everybody gets a trophy, mm-hmm. everybody. But honestly, like I was saying, Tashala and them, that, those few people on that mountain, that was it. The rest of the people, you mm-hmm. never even knew their names, you never saw them. They're not kings. They're not descendants of kings. They're not tied to kings other than they're ruled by one. Mm-hmm. And the majority of people are not kings. They're not royal <laughs> bloodline. And I think that it's very dangerous to to pretend that every kid should stand up because he's a king. No, you need to know how fucked up it is because if you don't, you're going to fool yourself into thinking that you're a king and you're going to start just asking for entitlement shit and you're never going to actually work and say, reality is, these motherfuckers treat us awful. Mm -hmm. And I see these chains, I'm not going to be in chains. If you believe that there's something else there, it's like, maybe I'm a little more comfortable. Maybe it's not so bad. I'll be a little more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I think that sometimes you need that 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 reality. You need that. You need though to see those chains right. to to make you angry, to fuel the the will and the need to get out of that situation and never return to it. Mm. I, I would be fooled. I feel like you might be fooled otherwise. I I I, I agree with you and I disagree with you on on different parts of what you said. I do think that there's there's something to the real uh, there's something to knowing the reality of the world around you, mm-hmm. right, and preparing yourself for it in order to succeed to to meet the challenge, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think a lot of of so I, I agree with you on, on that token, but I think a lot of people have kind of struggled with that idea. Or I've heard different debates uh, on social media where you know we didn't all come from kings; we couldn't have all been kings, right? But and in the what the movie touched on was a piece of knowledge that not everybody necessarily has. For instance, in the Bible, it says that we've come from from thirteen tribes, mm-hmm. right? But in the movie, they said five. The five tribes form Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Right. They said it was based on, or and it was because of the uh, vibranium that was in the soil. But in Africa, we know it not wasn't actually vibranium. It was gold. Mm-hmm. It was diamonds. It was all of the other resources that they have that actually makes the country really like right. the source of everything, right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of coming from kings, those 13 tribes, each of those tribes had kings. Had a king. And so if you were one of them, if you were come from that bloodline, there's at least 13 of them, 
Right. That's still one person, though, one king out of each tribe and one family that would be. I agree with both of you. I see what you're saying. Statement sounds a lot like the Chris Rock special where he was like, I tell my daughters every day, no one gives a fuck about you when you leave this house. And I think there's there's something to be said for that. But I also think that you have to have a balance. And I think that a lot of black America walks around with this chip on their shoulder that it's an imaginary chip. You know what I mean? It's not, it, it, it's some of the stuff that is happening to us and then some of the stuff that you think is happening and it works against you. You know what I mean? And your, and your mind is the best place to overcome anything. So I don't know. I, I, and, I, I'm and you're kinda, right. you're, I think there's, there should be a balance. You like, you should be, you, you do need to be aware of what's going on in the world outside mm-hmm. of you. But if that's all you see, if, if that's all you see is people putting you down, then you're going to do it for them. Exactly. Right? I agree. But if you're thinking that no one can touch you, because right. you're this and right. you're all that, then you're, gonna you've you. also got a false reality. <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't think it's that. I think that <laughs> They're gonna saying you. keep your head up, <laughs> I think keep your head up to me that says to hold yourself, you, you have to see yourself in a certain light. Yes, other people may not see you that way. Killmonger did not see T'Challa as, as his king. He, he actually neither did M'Baku. He was like, your king is weak. But I think that there's something to be said for you instilling something in your children and in your, you know, those that look to you that lets them know that no matter what's happening around you, you hold yourself to a higher standard. Yes, that may yeah. not be what happens, you know, around you. And, you know, you can be a, you can, you can, you can hold yourself in that regard at any place in life. You could be a waitress, but carry yourself with a certain dignity because you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the, that's the message. I do think it's, it's dangerous that we've taught millennials that there doesn't have to be work. They don't have to hold them. I can just do what I want because I can post a picture on Instagram. I think that's very dangerous. Not So I agree with what you're saying. There's no sense of hard work equaling success. It's just, I want success. I'm entitled to it. No. And you're a king. That, yeah. I think, I think really the rugged, the rugged truth of it all is that... Um, Majority, and like we've talked about this before, about the way that I think like the the bank account of most black people in this country is just doesn't permit you the 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 luxury, freedom. the freedom, the luxuries of relaxing. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I hear somebody say you're a king, I'm like, mm, man, you better if you're a king right now. <laughs> Shit, what is it like if you really work for this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And that's that's, but you have, but that's I, why I guess I take yeah. the, the king thing personally because yeah. to me a king doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? That's like you're royal. Like yeah. you get to just coast through My life. My son works. My son, <laughs> because I think that we we as adults, you know, as uh, mature adults, we understand that the the, sim, the symbolism behind right. king. But right. these younger people, they just look at it as they as hear a, king and they're like, right. I'm royalty. You right. can't talk to me that way. That's true. Right. But but it's That's not true. like just because you're and, and and I think we got to see some of that in in Black Panther as well. Just because you're a king doesn't mean that you just get to sit back on your throne of luxury. In fact, your responsibility right? is higher than is those much around greater. You. Yeah. Right? It's just like being in 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 love or whatever. Like just because you're in a relationship <laughs> doesn't mean it's it's going to be all rose petals and and. And fine dining, you know, you no. actually got to go through some stuff. Heavy as the head. Exactly. Yeah. Well, to who much is given, much is required. My, now, the next point, you I don't think that... We both had to say, you don't have one? 
No, I have nothing. Especially when you threw a relationship in there, I'm totally out. <laughs> but it does bring me to the next point, which I don't think that even be honest will be able to disagree with. But I will give you the opportunity to try. Sure. Oh, he will. So, he will disagree. I know. I know. But it's going to be rough because I felt like this movie, again, brilliant on behalf of the writers, showed the fact that um, men and women, in this case, black women and black women working together are powerful, right? I think that, you know, we've seen the whole year, 2017 going to 2018, the people, you know, hashtagging relationship goals and, and black love and things like that. But to me, this movie showed the best, I guess, uh, examples of that because we saw how T'Challa was strong, but he was nothing without the dormilage behind him. You, you just saw black men and black women working together to, to, for a common goal without all the issues that we usually see. And there was a great line that um, Nakia said to him. She said, you know, I'm, I, he said, because T'Challa is trying to convince her to be his queen in a very subtle way. And he says, you know, if you weren't so stubborn, you would make a great queen. And she said, I would make a great queen because I'm so stubborn. And I just felt like, for every alpha female who's ever been told that she's too strong, you know, this is just validation that actually a strong woman is what a strong man acts absolutely needs. I, don't know if it's valid, you know? it's I a, think it's validation. This, this is a story. It's a, no, it's a, it's a fantasy no. story. It's a good line. It's a great line. I happen to agree with you. I think that as, <sighs> if you you don't you don't actually don't know me, Chris. I thought we were been friends for a long time. Well, this I is, am totally for group <laughs> economics. I am totally for everybody getting together and figuring this shit out as a group right. because we together obviously can do more good than just one absolutely. or two of us scattered around the world. I mean, it, our our podcast network, we do that as a group. Right. Anytime we have dues, we do it together. Right. That, I, we all understand that it takes all of us, the little pieces that we do here, bringing a guest on, or, you know what I'm saying, social right. media. All of that together is what makes it happen. So, I, hey, you're not going to get any arguments from me on that. <laughs> I, I don't know about the uh, the stubborn. <laughs> but I can say that Nakia is beautiful. Well, he didn't say it. He yeah. did not agree with her. He just was like, ah. No, no, not, the, not that stubborn <laughs> shit. I'm talking about she's a beautiful woman. We know. She's gorgeous. But we don't, we don't get a lot of that. So it's important to, to say it. That's true. We don't get a lot of that. We don't get That's a lot true. of, of yeah. the opportunity to, for people to put you know, women of her color in a lead role. And she's absolutely gorgeous. For I will us to say, say it, was, it was wonderful seeing <clears throat> my sisters as scientists and, and warriors mm -hmm. like, and still regal. Yeah, that that shit was dope. Just bad as hell. Very yes, very beautiful and, and all of that. Um, I, I, I hold think it, did they do CGI on on Forrest Whitaker's eye because he looked like his eye wasn't bad. No, I think he got oh, his eye fixed. No, it was still <laughs> and, and, bad. And, Wakanda, <laughs> and no, no. the guy that played it. <laughs> nah, man, you, you got. Hey, if they brought they brought the other dude back to life, man, with the vibranium, then they show fix Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, I was looking straight ahead. It's never it, it hasn't looked straight ahead not. since like nineteen. Social, media, social the, media picked I that up. I saw social too. media yes. said it on, on a yeah, poster. It was, it's a meme. But in the movie it was still bad. And then and actually the character <laughs> that played him as a young guy had a bad eye too. Yeah, he was a little lazy. They made it, they made it, they made, <laughs> they made it true to life. Yeah. But I but you know what I thought was interesting? And I don't know if you guys picked this up. So Nakia was Loyal to T'Challa because she loved him, right? Mm -hmm. But then, what is the guy's character, Daniel, um, that played Get Out? Get Out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what was yeah. his character's name? Mm -hmm. I, I don't I, know. I don't remember right now. Okay. Oh, Ooh. score for us. I thought Kevin would know. So his wife, <laughs> who was the general, when there was when they were at odds, and because he picked the side of Killmonger, 
at the, you know, towards the end. He, he didn't comes, pick the side of Killmonger. He, he did. He picked he did. the side of his king. His, of his, no, no. Of he his betrayed. rightful king. He, he didn't betray because he was upset no, he, with he T'Challa. he did because he was mad about Claw. Yeah, he was he mad was about mad. Claw. He was like, oh, you let Claw Because slip. his parents, and that because his parents were killed by Claw. Right. the king. But, no, no, no. So his, when so his, his love, we don't know if his, if it was his wife or his love, but, but we knew they were together because she she called him my love and he said right. you would you would kill me my love and she said for Wakanda, the, for Wakanda without, without a, doubt. a doubt and I was like wow so because he's not king his his chick will betray him but Nakia would not betray T'Challa so I wonder she was gonna kill him she did not give a damn and you know what that kind of that kind of proved something to me too. A rich Black man gets with, the women? Well, Black not, only, not only that. Well, he was rich, too. I mean, dude. He wasn't as rich as T'Challa. Yo, dude had a blinged out rhino. How you he pull up, as, how you pull up the on king. a rhino? He yeah. wasn't the king, though. How you pull up on a rhino? Everybody the richest man always wins. Rich. Hey. Yeah, Everybody but the richest man rich. always wins. Nonetheless. <laughs> Just kidding. Nonetheless. Just what kidding. I think, don't send no damn email to me about this. What, what I feel like the, the, the woman's lesson was in that is that she figured out when to be stubborn. Sometimes y'all can be stubborn and it works for you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you stubborn and it don't work for you. She was gonna kill him, but he. She was no. She, she was gonna have. try I think to she kill would him. Have. No, she, she was. Oh, she, she was, was the best. Try to kill him. She was the best fighter they had. She was going yeah, to but kill he, him. He immediately stepped down. He kneeled. You know what? He kneeled. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. He. He. Win. You all know he when to say no, when. He, damn he it. didn't want to kill his wife. That's why he stopped. Well, she no, but she knew too. She knew too. She's going to take his head off. I was going to enjoy she, watching that. She knew, too, because she saw her country in peril. She didn't. It she, was at that point, it was civil off. war, especially when when T'Challa came back, when the, the bird crashed and he emerged <laughs> from the ashes. Yes, yeah, he did. Did y'all catch that? And he was died in the water and was reborn. I don't know if y'all yeah, caught all Yeah, we all the, caught it. it blowing was, the horn. Yeah. Yo, it was some very... Overt Biblical, symbolism, right? Yeah. It was not hidden at all. Hey. So hidden a fantasy movie sight. written off of another fantasy story. <laughs> Very supernatural. So we all agree about black hey. women and black men fighting together. Oh, yeah. You all need right. us. But let's yes. just, hey, I'm yes. just saying, man, y'all can't, y'all be doing too much sometimes. Nobody was doing too it. much. I get it. Nobody was doing too much in the movie. Hey, look, we better together. That's yes. That's all I'm saying. And Neil, okay? <laughs> all right. Uh, Kneel wow. down. How are you going to end this segment with Can't that? Go, go to the next one, man. <laughs> Goodness okay. gracious. No, 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 no. Okay, so we have... So, <clears throat> the last point, and I think... I know, be honest, and I've talked about this a lot over the last few years in, in, the, in the industry, so I'm, I'm interested to see how you relate to this point. There was a, a, a passage in there where his father, uh, T'Chaka, was talking to his son before when he first, you know, was crowned king. And he said, it's going to be, he said, I want to be a good king. And he says, going to, you're a good man. Hmm. And it's hard for a good man to be king. And I, I, I love that because he would basically, if T'Challa had had the heart of Killmonger, which was pretty much, I don't give a damn about anybody but myself, it would have been a lot easier for him to make decisions. A lot of his decisions were, 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 were made based on the people he cared about and the people he felt responsible for. And so he wasn't able to be greedy. He wasn't able to have his own agenda because he was always thinking about the greater good. Even when his friend was like, bring back Claw because, you know, my parents were killed by him. I know he wanted to do that, but his, his, his first... I guess responsibility he felt to his people, which 
kind of crippled him from being able to be more successful on his own. And so there was a point made that is it is hard for a good man to be king. And I think if we even look at what's going on in our country right now, it was a lot easier for someone who had their own agenda to become president, you know? But for someone who actually is looking out for other people, a lot of times it's difficult if you have an agenda that is not your own. You know, yeah. it's not run by money. You know, if you're a greedy capitalist, it's, people see that as, as winning. People see that as, as successful. But when you're actually trying to make a difference, it's a lot harder. When you actually have, you know, a, a purpose and you're ruled by passion as opposed to money and greed, it can be a lot more difficult. So I actually applauded them for putting that in there. I don't know if a lot of people picked up on that or even thought about what that meant. Yeah. But every time we saw T'Challa make a decision, it was not you know, based on himself. It really was on what he felt was the right thing. Even when he went back and said, you were wrong for doing this. His father didn't have that same, didn't have that same moral compass, I guess, because he was able to leave his nephew to kill his brother and leave his nephew behind where T'Challa would never have made that decision because he was a good man. So I think that was a really strong point. So who wins though? Unfortunately. How long does T'Challa keep that bullshit up? Well, you know what? (laughs) I feel like Killmonger would have been a a great king in wartime, right? Like, (sighs) Killmonger is a great war general, but in peacetime. Is he? T'Challa would have been a a, a better king. I disagree. I don't think you can have anyone who ever is that way. He would have won, but at what expense? Well, I do think, well, just based on what the the movie showcased, I, I think, like, there are definitely some times where T'Challa, ah, T'Challa was too nice, mm. right? And that allowed him to be vulnerable yeah, because of, you know, he was showing mercy, right? Um, it felt like but, that. <laughs> but you know what? Even after, even after Killmonger was killed, he still went back to, uh, to Oakland, where the story started, mm-hmm. right? And said, hey, I bought this building, I bought that building. We're going to start to open up. We're going to, we're not going to, I, I can't allow Wakanda to continue in its old state. We're going to do something new now. That's very right? peaceful. It's all, it's children coming and learning. It's not kill, you either with us or against us. Give us our money. Like, it's not the same right. thing at all. Like, let's be real. It, like, as much as I, I I can appreciate what Killmonger was trying to do, mm-hmm. once those those powers were overthrown, then what? He was gonna make it all for himself. He had, yeah, he had no long term plan. He was. Oh, just... he had a long term plan. That's why he burned them leaves. <laughs> he wanted to. He was a dictatorship. He was even, yeah, even how he treated. He won fair and square. Y'all but, keep tripping. No, he won I, fair and square. But the point is, he was going to make it. A, he didn't care about his people. The challenge wasn't over. I don't know that he that didn't was care covered about his in the film. The challenge wasn't over. <laughs> he was, well, he was actually it was over <laughs> it because was. he was dead. Yeah, he was gone. They brought him back to life. I think he was on ice. So really, he was dead. The challenge was over. I'm just concerned about what's going to happen at the next challenge because T'Challa is not good at these <laughs> challenges. <laughs> I'm concerned about Chadwick's um, maybe he could beef up a little more um, or something because seriously, the next time someone challenges him, it's going to happen again if they take away those powers. <laughs> right. are, are y'all, is anyone concerned about that? I, I thought he was not the king. I think he's no longer the king. I'm, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> I'm just saying, M'Baku is is one, he was one hit away from being the king. And I mean, are you done? And you know what's funny? Are you done? What's funny though is that 
we were talking about, you know, how great T'Challa was or whatever, but there was a whole group of people that were kind of, that ended up exiling themselves. Yeah. They so there had like to be it. something that wasn't well, all the he, way Well, he right. did that because he said, if you notice, M'Baku said, you, in 30 years, no king has come here. Right. So T'Challa's father was not the king that T'Challa is because, mm-hmm. and he said, well, I want to change that. No, no, no. He came speak. there because he died. <laughs> That's why he came there. He no, didn't no, no. Come- but he didn't, but he didn't kill M'Baku like his father probably would have done. His father definitely would have oh, right. killed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so at the point that he said, he, in fact, at the point that he did not, T'Challa ignored the 48 laws of power, right? So that's one, right. another example of a good man is hard to be king because the point that he could have killed M'Baku, he said, your community needs you. Your people need you. I, I, I don't want to kill you. Don't make me kill you. Your people need you. That so was he why chose, he didn't kill Claw. So he, just watching. so exactly. he chose the good guy, and but that ended up working to his favor later because Mbaku saved him. But that's the point. The idea of kill, kill, kill my enemy at any means necessary, he doesn't have that mentality, yeah. which makes him, which leaves him vulnerable. And, you know, it's a superhero that most people really would not applaud. It's just the way the movie is. I really, I think Be Honest is right. I don't know if he's really king. I don't think he is. I mean, I, I don't know. But hey, I, that's that's all I got on Black Panther. You guys got anything else? I, number three, uh, best superhero movie of all time. Probably number three. I, I say number three. I mean, I'm going to say number one because I, I don't really. I can't. I want it to. I who's, really, one of, who's number one? I went with Open Slate. Promise. I promise I did. But I, I, full disclaimer, I've never been a comic book person like you. I, right. I was more interested in pussy. I know that some people really delve really deep into this and they know all the world and backstory. Not you, Kevin. I didn't know not how talking those about two you. even are next to each other. No, it's, it's a, I mean, is everything you couldn't next do both. Really? Not when I was growing up. You couldn't, be, you you couldn't have Spider-Man number one and get pussy. Yeah. You bring a girl to your house and she's like, oh my God, look at the figurines. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's over. Now, I know the people, accurate, the homies actually. in New York and, and, and L.A., they were like comic book people and they're cool okay. guys. But okay. in Atlanta, mm-mm. Oh, okay. Socialization made a choice for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that being said, I think that uh, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises are actually much better movies overall wow, okay. than What about The Avengers? Black Panther. I think Iron Man is pretty good, but my surprise, my 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 sleeper is Hancock. I thought Hancock was actually a pretty good superhero. I don't movie. even know what that is. With Will Smith, yeah. You never seen that? You no. got to see Hancock. Hancock was okay. great. So I'm I'm, I'm putting Black Panther at number three only because Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises are probably wow. are probably two of the best movies ever. Now, of all movies. What Batman is that in those? That is uh, Christian Bale. Okay. So that's not that old yeah. cartoon Batman. This yeah. is like that real dark, gritty shit. Yeah. And is the, that the one with the Heath Ledger? Is Heath the, Ledger was a yeah. Joker in Dark okay. Knight, and yeah. then um, yeah. and then Tom Hardy was Bane in Dark Knight Rises. I didn't like that. That really, he was that out was of control. That, that was a was bad heavy. villain. Those movies oh were my God. heavy. He was evil. Yes, he was I'm, too evil. That was a good and ass I didn't movie. like him. <laughs> it was, I didn't right? like him. But yeah. see, the thing about it, like the thing I like about Black Panther is, okay, Killmonger was a villain. I like a villain that I can empathize with. Bane, what the hell was yeah, that? Yeah, Bane grew up in that in that pit. Remember, he had to climb out of it. You can relate oh, to that. Yeah. You can no, relate to that, relate. right? Yeah. I couldn't relate to it. Yo, and when he when he touched that dude and said, "Do you feel in control?" <laughs> 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 yeah, Man, so that that's saying a lot because Black Panther's right under no ethos. Yeah. So it was a good, it was it's good hard time. to beat those two. But well, other I'm than high that, on Black Panther right now, and I think the rest of the world is right, right. now. Like I've Early never seen my timeline this black. I've never seen so many black. America so is. I don't excited. know why America is Yo, excited. But all, like, I think people thought that that dressing up in in African garb. And, yes. Yo, I thought that was a joke. No, that was for real. Did you dress up? 
I didn't dress up this time. Okay. I didn't dress up this time. Well, you time. really missed it out because <laughs> going later is no, going to be kind of weird. I had, I, had, I had hired rose bearers. I was finna do the thing. Oh, my God, Kevin. Yo, I did I walk on. In fact, if you go to my go to my Instagram, at Enchanted PR, I <sighs> did people. walk on rose petals walking into Wakanda. Black, I did. My black people. My I black. Did. I know you don't think hey, they're mine, but I they're did. my black people, too. We are exceptional people. We go above no, that's and not beyond. Any, have you that's, been to Comic-Con? Have you been to a Comic-Con? People go crazy about stuff but don't get pussy. That's why this is odd to me. Like they're lame if you dress yeah, but up. Girls in, do it. If you now. dress up like R two D two and go to see Star Wars, yeah, nobody's <laughs> lame yeah, as fuck. I'm not. I'm not dealing with God that does that. That's girls a little do it now. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. I, I like, got. I, got I get it. it. People are like, well, we don't say nothing when they go to Lord of the Rings all dress up. I do. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all? What the fuck? No, nigga, you, you are not jumping you know, on you know, Patriots LARPing. game. At Patriots game, you don't, you don't go LARPing. <laughs> I don't even what know does what that, that mean? Live action role play? Wow, no. You don't you <laughs> never. That was awkward. No, I don't, I don't I, know what that. I means. don't even know, you know what a, movie was that where they were. Uh, no. Acronyms. No. I, I never yeah. knew that one. No, there is a guy that at rolling out. Shouts out to Mo Barnes. <laughs> that's really into that stuff. I don't know. I yeah. thought I thought that all the extras, you know, fun, but still yeah. like, a little corny. I mean, you I did. I did. Downtown Atlanta and seen all them people dressed up like star troopers. I, no, some of them spend a lot of money too. No, but like, they scare me. I, I'm afraid of those. I'm afraid of all that. But I and I did. I wore an African print dress that I had worn before to an event. But aw. I did. But you know, I think it's. I feel it's like hype. this. Well, Star Wars doesn't necessarily have any cultural significance. Black Panther has every bit of cultural significance. I think significance. Star Wars has cultural significance to people. I mean, this was just black cultural significance. Now, nobody's an Ewok. No, nobody's an Ewok, but there's a... Star Wars has... I mean, it's a cult movie. Like, people love it. People... It, it, they create people who know those yeah, languages. it's a cult yeah. movie, like, but it's not a culture. Gotcha. With an actual land and people, but neither is neither is Black Panther because it's all made up. Yeah, that's all fantasy. It's, it's black black but person in a real black continent. person. Wakanda does not exist. It's in a real continent. I know you said three times <laughs> I've been to Wakanda. The shit don't exist. Hey, look, I grew up on coming to America, so I've been to Zamunda about thirty eight <sighs> times. Okay, yeah, don't but the fuck point with is me we now. can't. I I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get. I mean, I think it's cool that we're getting excited about it, but I I it. Eh. White people, not, are looking, yeah. white people are looking White people are in a cut like Whoo yeah. they're, they're worse than us at this They are They are I, I mean if I was a white person I would totally be like They're really taking this A little bit too far Yeah Like enough Enough but, already But fun though yeah. I still think it's, it's got it's place It's fun yeah. You know I just think it You know it was I a lot it's of it's only getting started I don't wow. I think it's not I hope now, it's over I, I think it's I think it's dying th- It was fun it Made a lot of move A lot of money 280 million Did I see that somewhere? 200, yeah 280 million Four days I think that we've Shit. had A year of really good films Girls Trip made uh, You know a, a record I mean all these black films Have have broke records Crystal that can't just be Black people though You said earlier That's just black people Going to see it that No can't, no no I don't think oh, it's just Black people going to see it oh, But yeah, I think Definitely just beginning because people Uh-oh. don't even know that Storm from the X Men is Black Panther's wife. What happens to Nakia? That that'll come out in, in movies. So that's how people. I said it. it's just Halle Berry Storm or somebody else Storm. Halle Berry Storm, but it probably not going to be Halle Berry. Oh dang! It's probably gonna they be can't CGI hologram. See Halle Berry is excited about that. It's, hey. <laughs> I That's bet, probably uh, the next one. I bet wow. Chadwick would be excited about that. But he's it's, so it's coming in the next Avengers, Black Panther Returns, right? Oh, really? If you That's follow good. the comics or yeah. you know whatever, then you'll you'll 
come across that. Yeah, I, chances are I'm not going to follow the comics, but nope, if you could just give me happened. a heads I'm up, I'm still in the pussy, great. by the way. <laughs> hey. I, I didn't stop liking pussy. What's up? This is Be Honest. If you haven't already, head over to rarsonnets.com on a mobile device, and you can check out all the shows on our podcast network. That's R-A-R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E.com. All right, so in the spirit of we've been talking about all things Wakanda, right? And it, yes... <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, but in the spirit of that, we we uh, Kevin and I were talking about the fact that Mbaku mentioned that all his family was vegetarians. So I thought it would be a cool day to bring in Dr. Trey, who I met about what three months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually a pharmacist turned chef, healthy chef assistant to those of us that are moving <laughs> into a healthier lifestyle, um, because we know a lot of times. We as African-Americans or just people enjoy eating food because of the taste. So Dr. Trey has come up with a line of spices that allow your food to taste flavorful and great without sacrificing taste, but still are are, um, delicious. So welcome, Dr. Trey. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I missed the whole Wakanda uh, you haven't been to Wakanda? I have not. I think I'm going to book a flight tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I don't think anybody else has ever, ever been there either. You, you must go immediately. Immediately. It is a life-changing experience. <laughs> Actually, my husband is from Ghana. So he oh, was so. like, he's like, baby, I hope that uh, people don't really think that Wakanda is real. I said, I think people do believe it's real. It's it's something that I've been seeing in my head for quite some time. <laughs> I doubt that most people can name 10 African countries. You're right. I doubt. You're right. <laughs> when I was little, know actually, you I had to. We had a whole blank map, and you had to put every country in the continent. You grew up here? No, I'm from Jersey. Okay. Okay. Was that something that, like, the teachers were doing, or your parents were doing that No, they made us do it in class and social really? studies. So they ten African countries? Normally, because in <laughs> my ten, school, they didn't no. talk about African countries. Really? No, I, I didn't. I just, Africa. I told <laughs> right. my, my wife said the same thing today. She said that her, at her school, they did the exact same thing as she did. You had to, uh, wow. Each, each continent, you had to name all the countries. That was in I'm New impressed. York, though. But, you know, New York, Jersey is very diverse. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, and, the, like, and the education is different. There's a different, edu- I mean, you know, there's... There's levels to education in different states, so, you know. Yeah, in Ohio, I was getting Africa, Martin Luther King. <laughs> Africa is like a country. It's not a continent. It's yeah. a country, right? <laughs> yeah, that was the size funny. of it. So, yeah. yeah, but, but okay, besides the movie, we're, we're being silly, but besides the movie, there has been a huge shift, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the documentaries and just information that's been put out over the last year and a half have a lot of people switching to a vegetarian lifestyle, or even even if it's not vegetarian, just a healthier way of living. So, what? First of all, from a pharmacist, that seems to be like, I guess they're close, but I just you know that's a huge right. difference in career. So, what made you decide to come up with this line of spices? So, I wanted to create something to help people because I became a pharmacist to help people. And my spice line was made with you and mine, people who may not like to cook, people who want to maybe enjoy healthier food but don't know exactly how to flavor their food. So because I love to cook, I found myself in the kitchen with my counter full of 10 to 12 herbs, spices. I'm grinding cilantro or chopping up cilantro, grinding ginger and doing all these things. And I'm like, this is not something the average person wants to do. And when I would talk to my friends and I'm like, oh, girl, just do this, just do this, X, Y, Z. And they're like, that's just too much. So I started to think like, okay, how can I make this easier for myself Mm -hmm. and for everybody else? 
So my husband told me to start writing down. He's like, start writing down everything that you're doing. Write it down. So I started writing it down. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I just literally just started writing each and every one of the herbs and spices that I was using and what I liked because I couldn't even use like, I never used Laurie's, but I would use Tony Saturans because I lived in New Orleans, but I couldn't just use that. So I was like, okay, so why do I like Tony's? Okay, I like a little bit of the heat, but it's too salty. I like this about it, but you know, so I just started compiling different things and came up with different formulas and came up with my spice line. Now, the first two the original everything and the Creole Delight. Let's go ahead and take a smell. Let me see the actual. And this is the actual bottles. Okay, I don't so have this all is the them. original everything. This is the originator. Yes. So actually, I started out only with two because this was in 20. Don't hold me to dates. 2016. That smells great. It does, right? 2016, I did it for Christmas gifts. And okay. then in 2017, I met with a marketing branding specialist and she was like you have a business and I'm like really I thought it was just you know my little thing I was doing but all of my friends and family just loved it so those were the first two the original and the Creole Delight now the Creole Delight I made that because I told you guys I lived in New Orleans but I feel like New Orleans food is too spicy right for the average person yeah, it is. yeah. so this has a little mild kick but your shrimp and grits is gonna be on point okay. <laughs> your jambalaya is gonna be on point with the Creole Delight, and that's all you have to use. Okay. Now, what is the, because all I see, no MSG, no mm -hmm. MSG. First, first, can you explain what that is? Because I know that's a big thing that people mention as being harmful. Absolutely. So, so um, MSG is monosodium glutinate, and it is a chemical that is used in a lot of seasonings to enhance the flavor. Now, especially in like in other countries, a lot of third world countries, my husband's from Ghana, Africa, a lot of times they use these little Maggie cubes. It's in there. Mm -hmm. But they do that to enhance the flavor and also to preserve the flavor. And then a lot of Asian cuisines have MSG because a lot of the foods that they're using or seasoning, they want to give you that flavor, but they want to not give you as much quality, but they want to preserve it. So it's not really good because it can cause you to have headaches, dizziness, just a lot of different side effects that you don't want. Does it help with the flavor? And another thing you've seen is accent. I'm sure you guys have seen that. It's called accent. It's a seasoning, yeah. and that's all it is. Yeah. So you add it to the rest of your stuff to kind of bring out the flavor, okay. but it's not really necessary because all of the side effects, and it is a chemical. It's unnecessary. Yeah, it's just tricking your tongue, yeah. right? It's not right. really, it's not, you're not really tasting. You're being tricked into believing exactly. that you're tasting. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I see here that a big you have sea salt as opposed to, I guess, the regular salt. The right. Regular so, salt. Yeah. yeah, sea salt is a little bit healthier for your body versus the iodized salt. Um, and that was important to me. I thought about doing pink Himalayan salt, but I was just like, mm, you know, pink Himalayan salt is good. It has a lot more minerals, but sea salt does have a lot of minerals as well that you want in your body. Okay. You know, is there actually glass in, in table salt? I don't know. I haven't heard that. I, I don't know where I got that from. Somewhere in, in my, my research of, you know, healthy stuff and trying to make that lifestyle change. It was, wow. it was, I, I picked up that there was like ground up fine glass in table salt. Oh. And that was part of the reason that you, wow. you needed to switch to sea oh salt. Oh my, I never heard that. I'll have to look <laughs> that, that up. But that was quite a lot is. is that, like, is that, that's why I was asking if you had heard that as well. No, I have not. That's okay. a little crazy. If it is, that should be illegal. Yeah, like you that sounds like we'd have some health issues a long right. time ago. I can't ago. imagine what would that the purpose of that would like what good they could pull out of that. Well, 
like I, I imagine it to be like a, a filler, if you will. Um, I mean, it's Glass? supposed to be fine. <laughs> right. it's, it's supposed to be real fine, so you know you can. Right. It don't cut you or anything, but. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's no there's no glass in any of this. I'm hoping. <laughs> no, 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 no glass. Maybe you should no. add that to the no MSG, no gluten, no, no glass. glass. <laughs> and, and I pride myself on the fact that these is no fillers in here. And the reasoning behind, and I and this was something I struggled with, but I prayed about it. Was you know, for me, I want to help people, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of companies as they grow bigger, they find other ways. Like, how can I make more money? How can I make more money? And I never want to sacrifice the quality to make more money. I feel like my blessing will come on another end of it. So for me to make this and fill it just with herbs and spices and nothing else, that's something that I want to continue to do no matter how big Dr. Flavor Spices becomes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And that first one, that the original everything, as soon as I smell, and I don't want to say Lowry's, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. definitely seasoned salt. Like I I smelled (laughs) it and I was like, oh yeah, this go on some fries, this go (laughs) on some chicken. This is, yeah. I didn't didn't think that actually. I felt like it was a layer above or something. It was something else. There was like an after smell. You know how you have an aftertaste? There was like (laughs) an after smell that was like very alluring. Yeah. Well, that's good. And And that's another thing. I make sure we use quality herbs and spices so they're not you know blended with other things i tried to make sure i picked the company that look for the best herbs and spices from all over the world Very where cool. can we actually get the these spices so right now i am strictly online uh right now at this point we're trying to work on some distribution so more people can know about it but just and strictly online and then also uh, I do have two or well, three different spices that are currently at that burger spot. It's in Riverdale, Georgia, and they sell some of my spices and they use it on their food that they prepare. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to go, uh, have to go. But you said that burger spot? That burger spot in Riverdale. In Riverdale, Georgia. Yes, Riverdale on the south side. We have to give people the website so they can go and 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 also do you have some of the recipes on the website as well that you Well, you can always sign up for recipes. I give you some of the ones, the more popular ones. They're not the healthiest ones, but I you get a jambalaya pasta. Mm-hmm. Um you get the Chicken salad, the one that you actually tasted, which is very, very good. Yes. So you get that and you get this wonderful kale Uh shrimp salad. You know, and the thing we talked about. She looked at you when she said kale. She knew that you're a kale fan. You're a fan of kale. (laughs) Fan. But you know what? The thing is, the reason why people don't eat healthy, and I know this is what we're talking, the reason people don't eat healthy is they don't know how to flavor their food. And so if you can make your kale taste really yummy, I'm sure you would eat it. <laughs> well, that, I totally agree with you. That that just I seems really weird do. that you that okay, so you're saying that meat doesn't need to be flavored? I'm saying that, Is that anything, what you guys are saying? No, I'm saying anything you eat needs to be flavored. Right. But okay. If, if it's not, especially black oh, I see folks, where, you know I see where you're are. going. If it's not I see flavored the trap properly, he's laying. <laughs> why would you call properly, that a trap? We don't want it. He's pulling you in. <laughs> I'm not pulling anyone in. I'm just saying that I feel like all food needs to be seasoned. And I'm I'm a person who doesn't eat a lot of condiments. I don't eat a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I need whatever I'm eating to taste kind of good on its own. However, I'm not afraid of spices. I'm not and that original everything is something that I'm definitely looking forward to purchasing. Yeah, you have to definitely try it. But I would definitely say this. Everything should be flavored. But the one thing, especially in our community, African-American community, we think that flavor entails us using a lot of salt Mm -hmm. and we have to use (laughs) certain meat, yeah, (laughs) grease and certain meat products to enhance the flavor. I make amazing (laughs) collard greens, okay? And I don't put meat in there. I've used the original and the Creole and onions and bell peppers. 
yummy. Very, very. Wow. And a little, little apple cider vinegar and a little hit of honey just to balance it. So you don't eat any meat at all ever? No, I do eat meat. Oh, okay. I never sat and eat meat, but I okay. can show you how to eat food that does not have meat. Gotcha. And I found that you don't have to eat meat at every meal. Right. I grew up that way. A lot of us, I grew up eating mm-hmm. a meat, With a, side a of meat. vegetable, <laughs> and a starch. Like yeah. the meat, vegetable, starch. That was right. the norm. Um, I had a chance to go to Ghana. And when you look at how they eat, mm-hmm. meat is very small. You do it for celebratory reasons, for weddings, mm-hmm. things like that. You eat more of the starches, you know, and then you eat very little bit of meat. And so me and my husband, sometimes when he used to cook for me, I'm like, baby, I need some more beef. Why do you only <laughs> give me those little tiny little pieces? And right. he's like, oh, he's like, oh, okay. But then I learned that you don't need all of that. It's just something that I, the way I grew up, but it's right. not, it's not good for you. Right. Well, I was saying that I'm trying to start because I think that there's a, it becomes like if you go according to every fad, then you'll be crazy. Right. So for me, the older I get, I'm like, okay, meat is not something I need all the time. I'm not really ready to cut it out all the way, right? but I'm getting my diets where I eat less of it. And then I realized I'm not relying on certain things. I was relying on meat and starches. Right. And those, and neither one of those are healthy for you to eat on a daily basis. Right. Right. So just trying to kind of create a better, a more balanced more system for myself, right? right? And I think everybody's body is different, you know? Right. My boyfriend, he is like, I'm not cutting out meat. Like, right. <laughs> I need meat to me, feel what I... Yeah, so that's, and that's fine. But I think just eating different types of meat mm-hmm. and also just being more conscious of what you're putting in your body. Right, you absolutely. Know? And I agree with you because you don't, I think a lot of people saw what the health Mm-hmm. So what the hell? I saw that, so yeah. I when I saw that, I was like, I'm not eating any meat. I'm not doing this. I got all crazy, and, <laughs> so, I, so and so my terrible. husband watched it, and he was he was totally floored, and he wasn't eating me for like two days. <laughs> for and two days. Yeah, it was two days. I held out for a month, and then I was like, Gosh, I'm feeling hungry. But what I found out is you have to eat more. If you're yeah. doing plant based, you have to eat more yeah. food, large to quantities feel, to feel full. Yeah. And I found myself I that. I was still eating like regular portions, so I was like, I didn't feel satisfied. And you're that's looking the for the meat. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to have a piece of meat right here, right. so I'm just eating around the meat as opposed to exactly. that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't knock it. I mean, I have yeah. a lot of vegan friends. Mm. I just believe in being more conscious, more aware, right, and just understand that you can have other options like lentils. They are full of fiber and protein, mm-hmm. and I make some really good lentils. Like people when they eat them, like, oh my god. It tastes so good, like yeah. really, really, really good. So it's just about learning and having other options. That's all. So what right. do you eat? Yeah. Well, I as far as like a meat replacement, mm-hmm. um, mushrooms. What kind? A lot of mushrooms, uh, shiitake mushrooms, or even whole mushrooms. Um, uh, portobello, no. Portobello, yeah, yeah. I eat portobello. Um, quinoa, a lot of quinoa. Um, some kamut when I can find it. Mm-hmm. Kamut's a little, little more difficult to find, but I like kamut. Okay. Um, Extra healthy, right? I told you. I, yeah, I, he's our healthy I, guy. I, I, but you know, it, mushroom is the last thing I just too. Mushroom, yeah, no mushroom, yeah. Um, I mean, as I far as in kamut terms is. of meat replacement, like gotcha. mushrooms. I've gotten pizza from Fellini's, mm-hmm. and like their veggie pizza. I've had that. It's pretty it, good. That mushroom make you think it's meat. Mm. It's that good, like, yeah. and so you you try to find little things that are good, 
because I like I still like food. I never mm-hmm. stopped liking food just mm-hmm. because I wanted to eat healthy. You just like right. tasting it. But I had to find <laughs> things that were good for me that I still enjoyed eating. And when I right. found those things that were healthier, it was it was more enjoyable because they tasted good. Right. And it was easier for me to eat large quantities of it. Well, we want to thank uh, Dr. Trey for stopping by today. Let's let everyone know your website again and then how Please. they can find you on social media as well. So I keep it real simple. I'm at Dr. Dr. Flava, F-L-A-V-A, and it's Flava Spices on all social media. And it's the same thing, drflavorspices.com, where you can find us, you can purchase us, and we're having an amazing sale. And I just want people to eat healthier, be more conscious, and understand that you can do this thing. You can live a longer, healthier life if we just think about what we're putting in our bodies. That's awesome. great to know. So how many spices are available right now? Actually, and let's run down each of the yeah, ones that they one can find. So <laughs> I actually have eight total. I don't have them all because I sold out of a couple. Oh, wow. But I actually have eight, two oh. alkaline-based <clears throat> Um, for my alkaline vegans, that's mm. a real popular Kevin movie. Also. That's Dr. Sadie yeah. followers. So right. I made that line for them. And then I have, of course, the original and the Creole Delight. That's going to give you that more soulful flavor. Replace your Laris, mm-hmm. your Tonys. Garlic, ginger, lime. Do not sleep on it, but that'll give you a more Asian flair. Okay. It's really, really yummy. The Southwest. Replace your taco packets. Then, like I said, I have my alkaline lime herb and island twist, and then I have a spicy Cajun twist and a Creole lemon pepper. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Creole lemon pepper sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's no fake yellow dye, which is totally unnecessary. Oh, I didn't even See? know that there was fake yellow dye in the yeah. first one. But there okay. is. <laughs> See? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite dish to make? Before we let you go, what's your favorite dish right now? Um, it is wow. You know, I especially told if you. you're trying to lead a healthier life. Yeah, yeah. That's like what I would. Well, salmon. I'm big code? on salmon. Mm-hmm. Salmon is so freaking good. I it just is, saw I somebody. Agree. Yeah, and I cook it with grapeseed oil. I saw someone cooking it today. I was like, oh, this is how you cook, and they had all this butter, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, it already has enough. Oil because it right. has a lot of omega three. So salmon is a big one. Um, I like to eat it with sweet potatoes, oh, but yeah. I make them savory. Like I made it at the Rolling Out, mm-hmm. so yummy. So you make them savory, and that's still your good starch, and it's still going to be filling. Mm-hmm. And then I like to eat that with either some collard greens, or I can eat it with cabbage. Either or. So that sounds like, delicious. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And it's all quick to cook. We'll have to talk about that later. Like, how quick is that? I actually had roasted sweet potatoes for the first time, and they were really, really good. Yes, good. Mm -hmm. Anything roasted, and Mm -hmm. I actually, I know we're about to leave, but I actually did a whole series on the cookie sheet life. And that's all for that busy woman who wants to cook healthier food, but you cook Mm -hmm. it all on a sheet. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and it cooks in like 30 minutes. Cut you up some potatoes, but you have to cut them up small enough. Mm -hmm. And you can cook that along with uh, your vegetables all on one sheet. You don't want to cook it with the salmon because the salmon doesn't need to cook as long. Okay. So you would separate it, but... Now, is this on your website? It's on my Facebook and then my YouTube. Okay. And I'm Dr. Flavor Spices everywhere. Sounds good. So Dr. Flavor, and that's F-L-A-V-A Spices. Look her up. If you guys have any questions for her, please send them to us and we're happy to share them them with Dr. Trey um, as well. So thank you for coming and and sharing this. I know Kevin's been waiting. You know, he applauds anyone that's eating healthy like like Absolutely. Himself. I'm, I'm actually a little upset we ain't got no food right now. I'm like, we got all these spices. We, ain't got we don't nothing. have any food to try. I ain't got nothing to shake it on. I have to bring some next time. I need to shake will. some. 
I got some. I got some paper. It's just like quinoa. It's just like kale. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? I'm with him on the quinoa because I think quinoa takes on the taste of whatever it's with. Like it's just like a filler. Right? It makes you want to yeah. call it quinoa. Well, it's, it's like it's like rice. It's like rice. But you gotta if you season it right. I make some killer. Quinoa, and I, sometimes I put beans in there, like beans and rice. Yeah, we need something. And I something. just make quinoa and beans, and it's like really, really good. You know what? It's funny because my lady's Jamaican too, and she makes beans and rice all the time. And I was like, "Yo, babe, what, what if we did uh, beans and red beans and quinoa?" She was like, "No, it tastes really good." <laughs> you doing too much. <laughs> it tastes so. I'm telling you, it's really, really good. I've surprised a lot of people. Quinoa and beans. I call it like, yeah, like rice and beans. It's really good. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm you got a cosign. Got a cosign on it. Yummy, yummy. Thank you, Doctor Trey. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll definitely keep in touch, especially like I said, if we have any questions from viewers, and we'll definitely have to check out the spices and report back. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my God, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but if you have Damn not, if you have not watched Chris Rock's special on Netflix called Tambourine, you have to watch it. Chris Rock. To me, is is the king of intelligent comedy. Like I know that everyone is high school dropout. Chris Rock is the king of intelligence comedy. He is. He is. He's, Political satire. Yeah, he's the best. He, he, gets, he gets it. I think that philosophically, me and him agree on a lot of things. I, I've even. I'm. I, he might listen to our other show because he made some points that I've made. Like what? Give me a couple. I can't think right now, but. I, I'll remember in a second. He made a lot of good. I mean, his 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 oh, idea. But Chris Rock stealing your jokes. Yes, now? everybody kid is not a, a superstar. Like for real, I've That's, said. That. Yeah, he said that. He said there was a few Uber. He said about sixty Uber drivers. I'm willing to go a step further. That counselor in high school that told you, "Hey, don't reply to that college. You need to look at this vocational school." That motherfucker's right too. <laughs> tell these kids because somebody need to tell them. Get a trade, son. Get go be a mechanic. You know, you're not really cut out for a lawyer. Architect, ain't, ain't, you know, that's just not going to happen. I, this is what I wonder, because I've, I've met, I taught school for one dreadful year. It actually was legit, though, but I won't. I, but I wonder, like, does the kid who really is more suited to be a, a mechanic, does he have aspirations of being a lawyer, or do his parents want him to? Because most kids... Don't have a fucking no, clue what they want to do. No, no, no. Some of them do. <laughs> Some of them do, but most kids who are not that bright are not looking towards careers that are super bright. It's their parents like, you can do it. You can be this. And the kid is like, oh, shit. I, I don't want to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> but you, do you know how many kids went to college because that's what their parents said they most had to them. do? Because yeah. their parents wanted to brag about having a kid in college. Well, I would I say most. Parents right? want to brag. Absolutely that's... they did. No, but, but you no. know what? Let's just be real about it. A lot of there are a lot of trade <laughs> jobs that right. pay very well. There are, and they didn't get filled because kids were going to college. They didn't get and a filled? lot of those kids. A lot of yes, there's a lot of trade jobs that are open right now. There's a shortage of trade jobs in the economy. We need more tradespeople. They're telling I think people, most yo, men go. That I have they're pushing met. people. Go pick up a trade. On the real, if you're not doing, um, if you're not doing IT, that's all America has. We don't. We don't have any. It's all trades. Plumber. It's all service. Carpenter. Mechanic. Yeah. Those are good jobs, and usually. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we sold. We sold people the idea that those jobs, those blue collar jobs, were lower class. I don't think we. And sold. that everyone needs to be a doctor or a lawyer. I don't think we sold people that. Let's let's don't let's don't. 
just skip over the fact it that it became racist to tell a kid to go. People to do want that. their children to do better than them, and but, at but some he was point, just saying a moment ago, at some point, those jobs were all we were able to do. And so I think there's a plumber that said, you know, down there in the in the in the doo doo water, said, <laughs> I don't want my son to have to do this. My son is good enough to put on a suit and go to work at IBM. I want him to know that he can do that too. There's nothing wrong with that. Now. No, I'm just saying the idea that right. that's all we were able to do at one point. But I think now we're realizing that, hey, there's nothing wrong with being down there in the doo-doo water because he's going to always have a job. Where getting suited up for IBM, he may get fired. If he's got a trade, he can open his own business. He can, you know, he always has something he can do to make money, he or she. I'm not trying to be gender biased, but I think that people were not trying to brag about the fact that their children went to college. I think that people wanted a better life for their children. Any parent wants their child to do better than them. That's just, that's not about bragging. It's just about saying, man, I've had to struggle. I don't want the same struggle for my child. There's, I'm just saying in, in terms know. of the perception, if a guidance counselor told you, uh, four-year college, not so much. You right. need to pick up a trade. If a if if you as a parent, if the guidance counselor told you that about mm-hmm. your child, right, would you be offended? Yes, or would you be? It depends on or would who you tells look me at that. It like you know what? Maybe there's something to this. It depends on who tells you that because I don't trust a person that automatically sees my black son as a trade worker to tell me that. Now, if it's someone who knew my child and said your child because of your child's test scores and their you know and their 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 aptitude test scores i believe this would, that's that's different but, but that's their job though right isn't that what a counselor's but job is but that's not what a lot of counselors are doing there are a lot of students that have been told that they weren't going to be successful based on the fact that they were black and grew up poor so i mean i think it's i think you have to consider the source and I think that yeah. if people were actually testing children and working with children, which no one has time to do that, a counselor doesn't have time to do that with every kid in their school. You got to use generalizations. You got to use yeah, generalizations. Yeah, but I don't know that there's. I don't know that there's a standardized test that's literally going to tell you if you're going to be a white collar or a blue collar type of. They're not, but there are tests that you can take. At the school that I went to, we took a lot of tests to tell us what we were good at. Right? What skill set you were? I'm. I am horrible at math. And this test proved that I'm horrible at math. I'm horrible at science. So I knew, and I, I went to a school that was that prepped us for college, right? So I knew that I wanted to be a veterinarian. That math and science was not going to be easy for me to do. Not saying I couldn't do it, so, but that wasn't wait a minute, easy so for you, me to do. The way it looked for you was veterinarian. That's what that's what you were. No, what it looked, what it showed for me is that I needed to do something with communications, which is why it was easy for me to pick public relations because I'm good at those things. I'm good at communicating, I'm good at writing, good at speaking. I wasn't good at math and science. So I'm not saying that I, I don't think that I shouldn't, if someone should tell me, no, Crystal, you can't be a veterinarian. But I think that someone could have said, which my counselors did, look at a career in this field because this is what you excel at. And this is what's going to come natural to you, writing and communicating. And it did. It right, was that, right for me. But what he's saying is, all that being said, what if they had told you, ah, I don't know if any any of those are good fields for you. Maybe You need to do hair. Yeah, maybe you should go to I, cosmetology. But I mean, would that, be, would that have been... But they told me that based on my test scores. Right. With my test scores, I said I was... What if they were so low that they said, you know, let's find something yeah. that's maybe a little... Do you like doing hair? Do you I think have that fun? Would have been, I think that's great. I yeah. think that would have been good. I think there are some people that are not... That learn differently. That's yeah. what I learned teaching school. I taught for a charter school for African-American students under a lady that was very... 
um, she was ahead of her time as far as understanding that black children learn differently, right? So you have to realize what I learned in that short period of time is every child, we put kids at a school, there's damn near 30 kids in every classroom. All those kids learn differently, you know? So for a little boy that it, my son is a good example of a kid that is made to go to college. He's very, he's very uh, book smart. You know, he, he excels at that. So he's at a school where he's ended up teaching a class and he knows he wants to be a writer, but his skill set lends towards that. My daughter is the opposite. She's not a person that just likes to spend, he, my son took 18 hours. To him, that was easy. My daughter's like, my, she doesn't have the attention span to do that. So she's at a school that supports She's at AIU now. So that supports, you know, her skill set, which is she's more hands-on. Yeah. You got to know your kid. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have put my, if my son was at AIU where they're, you know, hands-on, the classes are shorter. Another good school, Full Sail, great, uh, great school for kids Full that Sail's learn good. differently. A great yeah. school. If my son was at Full Sail, he would fail. He, he would do horribly there because that's not for him. As a parent, I think you have to be more proactive in learning your child because I wouldn't let a gu- guidance counselor tell my child something that I didn't know. You have to know yeah, your but, child. Okay, I agree. That, I wasn't yeah. trying to say that they should pick better than you. I think that what Chris Rock was saying, what I'm saying is, is that every kid cannot be anything they want. I every agree. kid can't be president. I agree. Every kid can't be a dog. You know what I'm saying? I agree. That, and that's the that's the thing I think philosophically we definitely match up on. It's just yeah. that. But overall, though, I think that what was great about Chris Rock special was that he was very... Like he got the white stuff out of the way quick. Did you he know did. that? He just it immediately. Was una- I didn't even have a chance to say hello. He right. just went right into it with police shootings. White people ain't shit. Like y'all, y'all <laughs> whitey. still whitey. Y'all still whitey. But now let's get to these jokes. Like yeah. I think that that's what's really cool about him is that even though he's kind of somebody who's past the threshold of ever being poor in his life yeah. ever again, he still is willing to jump right back down on the, on the front of the stage yeah. and put, throw his feet <laughs> off the edge and look at a white person in their face and like, yeah. you're still white. He dude. was like, I'm like, nigga, 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 nigga. It's about four feet close to me. Oh, it's Chris Rock. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rich from far away. I'm not famous from far away. Right. Another thing that he said that, we, that I know you would agree with, we talked about the porn. He mentioned yeah. that porn yep. had desensitized him yep. to. He said it gave him sexual autism, which I thought was extremely, <laughs> extremely brilliant. That's right? True, sexual. Man. It, it, it created sexual autism, and then he had to get himself back under control. That's true. Like, so, in context, how do you guys stack that against Dave Chappelle's specials? I know people are going to. Did do you see that. Chris Rock yet? I haven't seen Chris okay. Rock yet. Okay, but Kevin's partial. But he hasn't seen it yet. But you know what? And Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, they have been doing a lot more stuff together. So I'm mm. loving seeing the two of them. Because uh, it's both intelligent. Work it's intelligent comedy. Yeah. Um, you, but I think for me, I, I, I think Chris Rock's is hands down the best. I'm, but I'm more of a Chris Rock fan. I think that Dave Chappelle does a little bit of both, where he'll give you some mindless, kicked her in the pussy. You know, right. funny stuff. Mm-hmm. But Chris Rock is going to, he's going to make you think. Like long after you, and I wrote an article about that. Long after you turn the special off, you're sitting there thinking about some of the things that he said. And, you know, he's just, to, for me, that's the, that's the bigger choice. So, you know, there's, there's been a lot of criticism, criticism also from people like Faison Love. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that? Oh, about yeah, yeah. Dave yeah. Chappelle. Yeah. I think that we're, we've entered a new era of comedy. Mm-hmm. Comedy is no longer slapstick fall down. Right. Here's the punchline. Everybody laugh at the same time. Right. right. Comedy has become more introspective. And mm-hmm. I think that it, it it's not necessarily hilarious anymore. Now comedy is a little bit of pain too. And you well, have to be. have that. You have it, to it, it, I don't know if, uh, that's a good a good point because I don't know if it ever was not. Because, you know, 
people made a big deal about Quincy Jones' statements um, about, you know, talking about Richard Pryor being bisexual. And actually, if you watch a Richard Pryor special, Richard Pryor had a lot of pain and he found a way to make fun of his pain. And some of it you weren't sure if you should laugh at or like it was, way it ahead was of time, out of control. Yeah. And even, I mean, I think the best comedians are people who take their life and are able to make fun of, but there's a lot of pain behind that. You know what I mean? That we That's their way of dealing with. And I think that's that's what makes them who they are. And I read an article about comedians being uh, very dark and sometimes depressed people. And I know Martin Lawrence has talked about that dealing with depression because Robin Williams, Robin Williams, you know, killed himself. And he, he, he had some very dark, you know, moments that he talked about publicly, but yet he was one of the funniest comedians, you know, that, that we've seen. So I think that comedy has always had a darkness to it. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't see that from every comedian, but I think the best ones are able to let us in on that. And and you kind of learn a little bit and you laugh and you learn a little bit and you laugh. But you know what I think is as a human being, if you are really being honest with yourself, you have to have a sense of humor because it softens the blow when you got to get real about your shit, right? Everybody's coping mechanism is different. Right, but at the same time, after after the joke wears off, you're still left <laughs> with the reality of what yeah. it is. Yeah, You know what True. I mean? And, and some of it is gruesome. Some of it is very dark. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we can talk about a lot of the sophomoric stuff that uh, Dave Chappelle has done. It's, you know, kind of ha-ha. Mm-hmm. But um, the the third special that he did, the, I, I, I can't bird, remember what it was called right bird now. The third one? Might have been. Where he was sitting on the bench? I mean, on the stool? Yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah. he was in the, it, it was a lot dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a lot dark. It was a lot more dark and intimate. He started it was in off, a small room. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of talked a little bit more yeah. about what was going on right. between he and, and Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that relationship Lots was. Lots of blimbos show in business there. Was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a ton of that that dark stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what? Let me say this as well. I've never seen Faison Love do stand-up. I have. He's funny. He funny. seems funny. I've never seen him. He's be funny. Fun. He's a funny guy. I've but never I seen think, him do stand up. I, I don't think it matters that Dave Chappelle wasn't a quote unquote black comedian. I don't think that matters. Mm-hmm. I think Dave Chappelle is hilarious. Yeah, I think he's just a comedian. And, I, a comedian. and I'm not sure if this is a, a attention get. I but think he's, a, it was. he's a very strange I think it was. fellow. He's funny though. Face on Love is funny. I, I, yeah. His his no, acting I'm, roles have been like you know some of them have been <laughs> big worms. See, I've never seen him do stand up. I've seen him do stand up. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's still he's still big worm. Yeah, but that's not his fault. Yeah, but he he's funny too. I just How think is that, that not his fault because he didn't. I mean, he didn't know he, that that role was going to cast him. Yeah, that role was going to be like how everybody saw him for the rest of his life. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't see him trying to be uh, in in Black Panther either. Yeah, but would they? We don't know what Panther? he was trying to do though. Yeah. He might not have been. I mean, I don't think he would have fit. Where there's a fat Wakandan. I, I don't think, think he's on the road. Wakandan. I think there's all vegetarians. You They're think very that, healthy. You think Faison Love could have been Mbaku? I don't think so. Hell, nah, hell no. That's no. not what, I would not want to see <laughs> that's him. That's not what we wanted from Mbaku. Because he would have fell on the ground, his stomach would have rolled off to the side. Like, nah. But no, I I think he's he funny would, too. But I think yeah. that the, there's a there's Are a you done? there's a new <laughs> era of comedy, and I think that it it's everyone now is doing what Richard Pryor was doing all those years ago, where you let out a little pain. Martin Lawrence did it on um, Run Tail That. Mm-hmm. You let out some of the pain, where he was talking about he was running down the street. You know, what I'm saying yeah. that time when he, he lost he his mind. He made fun of his yeah, made they're, fun of his situation. Letting the pain out as. You know, as a little bit with the with yeah. the comedy too, and I think that's a it's it's not just hey come down and sit and laugh. It's yeah. hey come sit and think, and you you're gonna laugh along the way. 
I I think that they I think they're good comics have always done that though. I just Those think are great that great storytellers. They they are great yeah. storytellers. But um I was going to say I went for Valentine's Day I went to to see a comedy show with TK Kirkland and I didn't realize so I'm I, I'm sitting there laughing and he's very funny but he's like swollen. I was like guy looks like he just got out of jail. Right. I didn't realize that he actually had been to jail and that is his story. So when I was listening to his the comedy card stuff. Yeah, he yeah. is very um in your face. He has that New York swagger and it does make you feel like he's very upfront and and aggressive with the audience and you think is he serious? You like him? He hates women. Does he? I think so. I didn't get that. It was he was funny. He was really He's funny, funny though, but yeah, he I really think was, women I don't think women liked him. He was him. very aggressive with the audience though. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was, very, he was like right. sit down. <laughs> you know, I, just, like, I didn't tell you to get up yet. And I was like is he just joking. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. But, but, but the point ooh, is, ooh, yeah, ooh. <laughs> people had really. I think who you are. That's one of the one of the jobs that the intimacy of the you and the audience. You get a good snapshot into who that person. At least one perspective of who that person is. You know, and when a person does it and they do it really well, I think they do. They let you. They they show vulnerability. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a sign of a great comedian. Watch and, Tambourine. He's amazing. Tambourine was good. Yeah. Cool beans? We good with Wakanda? Good Wakanda? Well, you know what? I think my last thing... Okay, don't be surprised when black people say colonizer a lot more. Oh, my God. I really hope not. That's coming. I know it's going to be on Instagram for a while, but Jesus Christ. Silence colonizer. (laughs) It's coming, yo. All right. All right, that's all I got. Can we call Be Honest that? No, we cannot call Be Honest colonizer. Mm. Are you half colonizer? No. Who am I colonizing? I just tried it. Yeah. I tried it. You tried it. I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, please, please send us. It would be great to see your pictures from Wakanda. If you dressed up as uh, one of the characters, we would love to put those on our website. I'll have to send mine in and, and my video if we walk in on the rose petals. Can't I wait. am excited about. I'm going again. I'm, I'm going I've again. been twice. And you know, I, show, I, I send a video too because people said they were going three and four, four times or they're yeah. going to go once a week oh. until it's out of the theaters. No, yeah. I'm mm. going to, I think I'm good, but I, I, I may. I'm a fire stick it. I paid. You know how it much I paid? It's not the same quality. Bullshit. Going, you know how much I paid? It's on fire stick now, but it's we not the same quality. We are striking that it will, from the No, conversation. I'm going to fire stick. It'll be HD in about a couple of weeks. I, you know how much it cost me to go to the movies to see motherfucking Black Panther yeah, I know. We all I think we it. spent like forty five dollars. Yeah, we all paid it. We all, and, yeah. and I went in three D. I didn't see th- it wasn't even three D. I just had, I, well, I had 3D. to sit in. I don't yeah, go. Spend a good fifty. I don't go to the Easy. regular theater no more. I have to go to the recliner seats where it's like space. I, I can't do it. Well, that's you. You're you bougie with, with your movie, watching. movie grill or something. I'm too. I'm too rich for general admission. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Y'all send us your pictures so we can post them on the Facebook page and 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 Kevin can rule on who is the most authentic. Wakandan. Wakandan. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Music Club Life.